0: Hey, everybody, and welcome to Podcasting for Humans, honest conversations about podcasting problems. Every week, a different podcaster brings a podcast problem, struggle, or doubt to the table, and then we process it together. I'm Richard Clark. I am the owner of Area Code Audio, a podcasting agency that helps people, organizations, and brands build trust and loyalty through the medium of podcasting. And my guest today is John Pyle. John is an associate pastor at City Church San Antonio and a pop culture enthusiast. So we have that in common. Welcome, John.
1: Oh, yeah. Good to see you, my friend.
0: (laughs) You too. So tell us about the podcast that you host.
1: So uh, it's called Better on the Inside, right? That's kind of Uh the name. I've really kind of rebranded this season because richard i'm not good at this stuff man uh beyond sunday and so like my logo doesn't even say better on the inside anymore uh which is uh-huh. dumb. probably not very smart but that's where i'm going uh better on the inside and it started as a podcast about how to make the church better on the inside and the tagline was a pretty killer one which was working for a church without losing your soul
0: mm, that's and i'm pretty like good
1: that's good uh yeah. but the part of the challenge of that is I started to, uh, branch out beyond church staff, right? Because so many people volunteer, so many people are involved in church. And so it kind of broadened and broadened and broadened. And so that was, uh, that's what it is. I love it though. It's been a lot of fun.
0: What do you love the most about the podcast? Like what's your favorite thing about doing the
1: podcast? The best part is you like get to connect with just a random person who would be a stranger for the most part, if not for like social media and podcasting and stuff like that. Like just a person I would never be able to talk to. I get to connect with and have this really fun conversation. What I tell all the guests is I want this podcast to sound like two people talking in the lobby of a hotel after a conference And Uh then you, and then you wander by and you're like, Oh, they're talking about something interesting.
0: Awesome. Well, I I like to ask that very positive question at the beginning, because the next question is a harder one. Like, what is something that you've been struggling with when it comes to this podcast that is on your mind right now?
1: Man, the, the thing that I, there's so many things, so I could ask a billion (laughs) questions, but the biggest thing for me is I, I want these to be conversations and I want to engage an audience, a community with people into talking about some of these issues. And so I guess the question is, how do I make a podcast a conversation that's not just between two people?
0: How do you make it a conversation that's not between two people? Do you feel like that is what's happening right now with your podcast? Like, do you feel like you're having... A conversation between you and your guest that's going really well, but there there's sort of no conversation happening amongst your audience, or a limited conversation.
1: Yeah, I want more conversation with the audience. Like, I want more people to be like, "Hey, do you have questions?" Like, I'll follow up with the guest, and I'm trying to yeah. get more people to participate. Um, and I have a what I feel like is a like pretty solid community, but I almost don't know how to like what are you guys thinking? What, like, where, what was your feedback like in hearing from that audience? And I I think that'd be really valuable.
0: Yeah. I really relate to that felt need as a podcaster. Um, And we talked about this actually on our last episode where that feeling of like a podcast goes out and then it's just over like Mm -hmm. that conversation is done. It's a black hole. And actually this is probably just a recurring theme so far on this series is like people wanting to have sort of like a dynamic where you're not just having a conversation one-on-one with a guest and people hear it. Yeah. (laughs) End of story. You want that story to continue, right?
1: Yes. Yes. And I love, one of my favorite things to do is answer questions, answer people's questions or find answers to people's questions or maybe yeah. what they're dealing with. And, man, I know that sometimes a lot of people that are listening to my podcast are listening because they're friends, right? And they're like, hey, man, yeah, we love you, bro. Like, we're listening. And, like, then there's a, there's another group of people who are, like, engaged, I think, that are, like, deeply just like, yeah, man, like, I listen to every episode all the way through. And then I think there are people that kind of jump in per episode, depending on who's on, or maybe they bring them there, you know, or the person that I'm interviewing or talking to brings them there. And so I would just love to have any kind of conversation because I think to your point, not just have it stop with that and go out into the ether. Like I think some of these conversations are worth continuing.
0: The podcasting is, I'm just sort of processing out loud here because like I've been thinking about this problem now for three straight weeks because it is something that we have talked about on the show for three straight weeks. And I I am struck by the sort of weird tension between the nature of podcasting being so like high investment. People don't listen to a podcast on accident. They don't, they don't listen to it because it has a clickbait title that it takes work to listen to a podcast. They have to engage it and sit there and listen. It has become a part of their lives. They're doing laundry while they're doing it. It's a choice. And usually it's a multi-episode engagement, right? Like they are subscribed. Usually I'm just guessing here, but I feel like the majority of podcast listeners to a given podcast are subscribers to that podcast, which means the majority of your listeners are, ongoing listeners. And that that doesn't jive well with me with this idea that like then the conversation ends. it's like very one sided right now. And that seems to be an across the board issue. And I think I'm processing with you as much as you're processing with me right now, like why that is. I can't wrap my head around why that is such a persistent issue other than just like the obvious limitations Um, or or more importantly, I can't wrap my head around how to solve that issue. So we're going to figure it out maybe a little bit, but yeah,
1: well, but something you said that's really cool. One is that we're processing together. It's like, Hey brother, we're in here together. Um, And there's something, there's something very anxiety inducing about podcasting Mm. because Mm. of that dynamic. And so as a person who um, is more of like an extrovert and a people pleaser, and all of those things, like, not only do I love, you know, thumbs up and like positive feedback and all that stuff, I actually do like constructive conversations. And so one of the things that formed my podcast, Richard, was a a constructive piece of feedback, uh, like I'd kind of released huh. a, a first episode episode with some people and I was like man this episode rules and it was a great episode uh, but I talked to somebody who was like hey like I really like the content but it felt like the guest like really dominated the discussion and you were just trying to keep up and and they were kind of like you know I think they said like steamrolling a little bit yeah. and just kind of getting their point across and I'm like oh well let me change that like let me change that dynamic because I think I want to make it more of a conversation cuz one of my one of the biggest issues that I had with podcast I'm a I'm one of I'm a I'm not a podcaster because I, I you know listening yeah. to Debbie and other folks on the episode. Like a lot of people don't listen to a lot of podcasts, but like I've, I I yeah. listen to podcasts constantly. Like that I yep. love listening to podcasts. And so I'm consuming all sorts of podcasts and doing all of those kinds of things. And so I love listening to podcasts. And so getting that feedback of going, Oh well, I want to make my podcast different, especially in the like church Christian realm. So yeah. much of the church just set up, the way the church system works is very platform focused. Right, right. And it's like, yeah. hey, I have a platform. Everybody listens to me. And yeah. I, I do that style. I can preach. I can do that. And I wanted the podcast to be a little bit different. And then there are some other Christian podcasts where people—it's almost like the Tonight Show, where the celebrity comes on, they have their three talking points, they got their mm-hmm. bit of the thing to promote. Where it's like, mm-hmm. oh, you have a, you have a clip from that Jay or Jay? Yeah. I'm dating myself. You have a clip from that Jimmy? <laughs> 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 you have Jay. a clip from that Ed Sullivan? Um, you have a clip from that Johnny? But like, it, it's it's rehearsed, it's pre-interviewed, and. I was kind of tired of just people when they have a book or people when they have a thing coming to get their stuff in and not really like adding to a com It goes back to the conversation piece. Like I would, I just love having people speak in to these issues that a lot of people are wrestling with. And I love having people who are asymmetrically connected to it. Not just like, Hey, I'm the expert in this thing talking about it. So that was kind yeah. of a rant, but man, I'm, I'm with you.
0: Yeah, totally. And I, I think, I, I feel like, um, there is this, um, I don't know why I'm like, like, it's such a hard, I'm so, I apologize, John. It's like a weird time of day for me. Yeah. So I'm like zoning out. I was listening and I was there with you and I had something to say and then I lost it. Cause I got distracted by which mic is mine Is my mute button working. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> look, this is not a Christian podcast, but I have some experience in that world, obviously, and so I can speak to this. I think a lot of that world can feel very prescriptive. And frankly, mm-hmm. that's not the only world that's like that. And a lot of the way that people talk about and think about podcast, podcasts and podcasting is educational informational these are things where it's about information intake right Mm. um Mm. and you i'm gonna tell you a thing and you're gonna then accept that thing yeah end of conversation period and so i think we have a little bit of a uh ingrained thing going on where people are used to doing that and it also just is the nature of media admittedly like when, you know, we're podcasters, we know that part of the deal is our voice gets more weight than the audience voice. That is baked in to this whole formula. It's part of the formula I'm least comfortable with. Yeah. (laughs) And from what I can tell is most people in podcasting are least comfortable with and may have something to do with why they chose podcasting over a video or something. Like we're not in it necessarily to be recognized on the street. Um, And so it's, it's not exactly like we're full of ourselves but we do feel that we are gifted at something in a way that others may not be as much. Right. And I think that, that gifting is around conversation. So there is this weird, again, this weird push and pull of like, I'm good at this. I'm going to do this so that you can benefit from it. You know, there's a podcast I just, helped launch called till we feast. And their, their whole thing is we want to steward this relationship and this experience that we have. And so they are literally like, I thought about this so much. Like these are three pastors who are interested in putting their perspective out in the world because they believe it's valuable. That's a brave, Mm. almost egotistical thing to do from a certain perspective, Yeah, but it's also like very important for certain to people to, to have that awareness and self-awareness and to be able to like truthfully believe that about themselves. And I'm saying all of this because what it does is it creates a situation where it can become an echo chamber or something. It can become a a situation where we're putting a thing out in the world. I'm putting a thing out in the world. You're putting a thing out in the world and our audience just says, okay. Mm. Um, And I am still struggling with how to keep that from happening, how to keep it from going. Okay. Okay to some, and you know, there are the practical things. Like I'm really curious, like what your, you talked about those three audiences. yeah And the one I'm obviously most interested in is the ones that are like very, they're not your friends. They're the people that are very interested in what you are doing with this podcast. And they are giving you insider feedback into that. Like, what are they telling you in terms of how they wanna engage or interact?
1: Yeah, Um, yeah, I've well part of what I've struggled with is where do I put them because and this is what I mean by that because Mm -hmm. Spotify or whatever podcast hosting platform you have most of them don't have very good community engagement so it's not like you post it and then you know people are typing it it's not like a Facebook live and so I was feeling this tension so deeply after my first few episodes Mm -hmm. of like Dude, where could even pe- where could people even talk to me like yep. a lot of these people will just text me because again I know them right and so I have this uh-huh. community that's already baked in and so I can talk to them about it but I also don't want to be yeah. the friend that's always bringing up my podcast and so I was feeling this heartache um over the first few episodes and so I created a Facebook group is a Facebook group the best way to do this I would prefer not it's like the only reason that I'm on Facebook at this point. Don't enjoy yeah. it too much. But I also am like, should I, like, the cool innovator guy in me is like, ooh, I should have a Discord. And then I'm like, well, then I got to teach a bunch of people Discord. Like, that's not intuitive to many of the people right. that are listening. And then I'm like, okay, what are the other... Community tools and like, man, I love Twitter. Thank God I didn't try to base my community there um, uh-huh. because that that is a dumpster fire. Yeah, and and so like, I, I we we have this Facebook group and the Facebook group is doing well. Like, none of this is coming from a place of I need more people to listen. I want more people. Like, of course, I want more people to listen. But success for me isn't if I had. 10,000 people in the Facebook group, um, success for me at this moment is how can I have conversations for the hundred or so people that are there that make a difference in their lives, right? That go a little bit outside of the, the one hour they may be getting on Sunday or come from a different perspective, of, hey, we're talking about how to do hyper-local church, or we're having conversations about creativity and imagination, or we're talking about women and what their role is in church, and and an interesting question that that prompted me, and we're talking about like marketing, and so we're having these really interesting conversations, and I'm now going to get to answering your question. Uh, I guess this is why I have a podcast, so I can talk freely uh, all the time, Uh, (laughs) but... It, it's one of those things where the feedback that they're, they're giving is is overwhelmingly positive. But I did a poll yeah. and the poll was really helpful of I just kind of broke up different kinds of things that I tend to talk about. So it's like pop culture kind of stuff, spiritual growth content, church-related content, this kind of thing, yeah. bop, bop, bop. And I got a pretty good number of votes and church and spiritual growth-related um topics were the number one they were tied for number one and so i'm like okay i think people are looking for more specific spiritual growth topics and now i'm trying to funnel all of my the way i do the podcast but it's not necessarily built for how i would do spiritual growth topics if that makes sense
0: as you're talking about this i'm realizing I'm re- I'm just remembering what I know about you. We've had some conversations and I've also also listened to your podcast a good bit. And like, you're a person who has, very relatable, has a lot of ideas and a lot of passions, multi-passionate person, right? And yes. it's hard for you to rein that in. And, and I think your audience is probably going like, uh, you do all of this really well. It is that, but the reason, the reason I am listening to you is church and spirituality. Like that's just the bottom line. My thing is, I think that could encompass a lot. I think there are a lot of ways to talk about church and spirituality and probably the way they like you talking about those things is because of the unique way in which you do it. The point I think I was going to make is ultimately, the more you lean into the niche that they are there for, the more they're going to feel equipped and excited to engage with that right mm. and so mm. that is a thing where if you really want people if you want it not to be okay so like here's a great example a great example of a show that probably doesn't get a lot of like active community engagement is something like radio lab sure or serial or this american yep. life yep the Z, the npr model in general is like we are experts or we've consulted experts and we're going to tell you the answer
1: yeah totally <laughs>
0: you know And they're not as conversational that as they're not as connection oriented for better or worse. And some of the reason for that is because they come from that radio thing and they've set the tone. They've set the tone for so much of what podcasters are doing today. And that's fine where you learn from it. We take what we want and we move on. Right. And that's, that's where I think like one of the things I get so excited about podcasting about, and the, one of the reasons I push so hard against, um, forgive me if you're one of these people listening, um, but if like radio veterans who go into podcasting and they feel like they already know all the answers, this mm. is very different. This is a yes. very different medium, especially if you want communities orient around this thing. And you can have fandom. You can have all kinds of stuff. Like everyone likes Radio Lab. It's great. Right. right. But it's not the kind of thing that causes you to like have, you know, those kinds of yeah community engagements
1: well you don't get a lot of like transcendence or like life-changing moments with radio lab like there there are episodes that stand out but for the yeah. most part it's content and good stories and i i love it, that it, i think, i
0: will say i feel, i'm feeling like, i'm feeling i'm now i'm panicking because i'm feeling like yeah. the audience some of the audience going you're wrong because i think like um radio lab is extremely artful and transcendent in the way that they do the thing but it it is all towards it is all towards content, not conversation.
1: Yeah, right. Okay, right. Yeah. And I think I said it wrong. And so let me let me walk back just a smidge. <laughs> uh, it's, yeah. it, it's very up there. It feels like yeah. it's very, yeah. in, you know, podcasting is a great visual medium. So I'm putting my hands over my head of like, it's very brainy uh-huh. and thoughtful and artsy and creative. And that's awesome. That doesn't connect everybody. Right. And I'm not, I'm not going for the Radiolab audience. Right. And so I'm trying to do something mm-hmm. a little different and there is something to not creating something to consume, but something to participate in. Yes. And yeah. because the consumption like, and I'm, you know, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the time of day. Maybe it's the day, but there's just something in me that I'm like, I'm just going to keep it real. Like I, I, there's something about you that makes you want to keep it real it's like Love it. i develop parasocial relationships with podcast hosts, like yes. with with people that i listen to and i am comfortable because i work at a church with people who have parasocial relationships with me uh, so i've gotten used to that and so uh, right wrong whatever like they see me in the flesh though it's a little bit different um mm-hmm. but like you see me out in the community it's like oh hi you know and and we know you but like I'm not interested in building a fandom around myself um yes. because I already have a, a platform to do that that would be way more lucrative if that's what I wanted like for better or worse yeah. if I wanted to make a lot of money building a fan platform around myself in my own church is the way to do it that's a way that is a way to do that that's not really what I'm interested in because I yeah. just I I see the I want to make stuff where people participate and are a part of it. It's a little bit more of an us where I I might be the one asking questions because my skill set is different than your average bear. Like Mm -hmm. Like not everybody wants to have this weird island of misfit toys that they talk to about a bunch of different stuff and ask questions like I'm I I have host skills like it's just it's a thing that I've developed and that I love and that I care about and so I want to use my gifting to help like not just make stuff to consume but make stuff to participate in or or things that take it further than I'm taking it or it it jogs something in you and so you you helped me with something that you were just talking about though as I was like spitting this out I'm like Man, instead of just this, like, more uh, intellectual-level conversation, like, what yeah. if I just added some, like, d- e- takeaways, like, stuff that people can do and making it more practical? I don't know. Application. There we Interesting. go.
0: The Interesting. Yeah. And, and, and provide feedback on how that went. Right. I think that's maybe the next step is like, and there is this question and, and I don't think we're going to have an answer. There's just no answer. The the tools are not good enough right now. And people like Spotify people, brands like Spotify are working on stuff like this, where I, you know, if you go look at your podcast on Spotify right now, I think by default, it's like, what do you want to say to this podcast? They have a nice little built in thing. I'm a huge fan of that if it's it's just not implemented far and wide enough for it to matter. Um, So there's that, that's a challenge, but I think there, and and the other issue tied to that is like every platform you raised, Facebook, Discord, Twitter, what they all have in common is that they are their own thing and they're uh, not reliable Mm long-term, and audiences have different feelings about everyone and there are reasons not to be involved in every single one of those platforms none of them are like no brainers for anyone and so that is a real real problem I did want to touch on one thing which I think I really like that you brought up parasocial relationships because I'm going to have a little hot take here and it is this I believe that there is such a thing as healthy parasocial relationships absolutely it has to be the case right it has to be the case that that can be a healthy thing and it doesn't have to look like fandom and in fact shouldn't fandom idolatry these are things that break down parasocial relationships and make them unhealthy but if you can think of a person and i believe i actually believe with all my heart that podcasting is the medium for this if you can understand the deep humanity and vulnerability of a person and like them and they don't know who you are or they're not as acquainted with you, that's a healthy parasocial relationship because you understand, it's like a mutual understanding. We understand what we're getting out of this. It's a DTR that has the result of you going, well, I can do this and you can do this and we're offering each other different things and that's okay. It's almost as unbalanced as like the parent-child relationship. Mm. Like that's very take, take, take until it's not, you know? and I think, like, if if podcasters can just get comfortable with that and lean into it a bit more, I think that's good. I, I always am trying to convince people to put more of themselves into the podcast. Yeah. Because people have subscribed to their podcast.
1: Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know okay. what I mean? And this is a medium that is, to me, the most human of mediums for whatever yeah. reason. Because it's yeah. more long form, first of all. Okay. So there's more opportunity to hear little things that you repeat because it's actually not always visual, you actually, and it's also not always the most polished. And so even the most professional podcasts, you hear mistakes and skips and coughs and people's mics cut out and like it's it's so human and youtube doesn't feel as human and so i watch what my you know sometimes my kids are watching whoever they've subscribed to mr beast or markiplier or whatever and Mm -hmm. like these guys are great at what they do but holy crap is it polished Uh, Uh, yeah like the it's just like next level polish
0: what works on YouTube is very different than what works on audio, which is this whole other can of worms. Like what do we do with video podcasting? That's yeah. an existential crisis, like full on for right. me. Um, one that I can't go down that road right now, but like one day we'll talk about it on this podcast. But like, I, I think like if the more people can lean into that sort of healthy, hyper vulnerable, not hyper vulnerable, yeah. but hyper authentic. Yeah. I, I was trying to avoid using the word authentic cause it's, such a word. Yeah. Um, but like hyper authentic, hyper true to yourself sort of approach. And I will say this like, there is a difference between mistakes that highlight the mediated nature of this, which are things like mics going out mm. and stuff like that, and just vulnerabilities, right? right? And I think that is important to distinguish between because it's the vulnerabilities that bring people closer to you, like human vulnerabilities that bring you closer to you, technical mishaps. Just break down the illusion, right? It's That's true. really all that they do. But I think like being vulnerable about, vulnerable about those technical mistakes, if you must have them, I, I mean some of my favorite moments on podcasts are just disclaimers like I'm so like this recording did not go the way I thought it would. It sounds kinda bad. Yeah. Like I don't know why, but there's it's like bloopers at the end of a movie, like all of a sudden you understand who these people are.
1: I'm immediately you know? dialed in when they're just like, Oh, it was I <sighs> I was having problems yeah. with my kids and I felt a little sick. This episode just doesn't quite sound right. And I'm immediately like, oh yeah, give it to me. I want to hear this one.
0: It's so funny because it's making me think, you know, there was that moment earlier in this conversation where I stopped and said, I just zoned out and I was fully going to edit that out. Now I might think twice about it, but if I did edit it out, just know that I almost did it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you were <laughs> so tempted. You were so tempted. Yeah. Oh, but OK, so if parasocial relationships are good, do more podcasters like myself just have to get comfortable with they're at the center of this thing and they're the reason that people are listening?
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. Like they like people. I mean, podcasters went into this because they like engaging and co- and connecting with other people. But that's not why people are listening. They're not listening to you necessarily just because you'd like to do that Hmm. or because they like to do that they're listening to you because they're connecting to you at least those are the people who are who are listening to you on a regular basis right there are exceptions there are probably individual podcasts that are exceptions and then there are like podcast audience segments that are exceptions there are people who drop into like mark maron's wtf sure when he has a guest on that they care about and that's it Mm -hmm. but he for me, he's the reason I listen to that podcast. Hmm. I, the people who go on Mark Maron have been on 14 other shows already. I'm listening to that one, yeah. not the 14 other shows. Yeah. You know, that and Talk Easy. And what I'm not listening to, to be frank, is Fresh Air. Because that show is, again, back to the radio conversation, it's a radio. Terry Gross is not the point of Fresh Air, yeah. right? right. And, and it's the point of Fresh Air is the guest. And that's, that's like an important differentiating thing. Hmm. There are exceptions to everything I'm saying. I know I'm giving a lot of hard and fast, hyper prescriptive rules. Yeah, but this is my moment where I say I'd love to hear what other people think about this. Yes, <laughs> which is such a such a um, phoned in version of what we're talking about. No, but, um, but
1: it's good though. because how do who if you don't ask the question, why do you love podcasts? People will never yes. think about it. Because like, why do you, and so like the fresh air fans are going to be like, but I love Terry gross. Like I know people that watch certain news programs that are like, Ooh, it's Brian Williams. Like I want to watch Brian Williams do the news. And it's like, okay, Mm -hmm. cool. Like, and so I I wonder how much of my radio mindset, because there's part of me that wants to just be the part of the furniture, right? That's just like, I'm the guy asking the questions, but you're actually here for the guest. There's part of me that wants to be that. And I'm wondering, that might be a radio mindset because people might, okay. And now I'm going back through my head. I'm processing all this live and you're watching it as it's happening because (laughs) the beginning, right? (laughs) The beginning feedback was like, hey, I wanted more of you and less of the guests. The other piece of feedback I've gotten consistently is that people like Mm. the non judgment zone of joy right? They like the non-judgment zone of joy. And I've been asking people regularly, like what brings you joy? And I've started to ask the audience that. And it's become... Easily the best thing that I'm doing in that Facebook group as people yeah. are posting wins and like posting what's happening in their lives and what brought them joy and it's like that's what I wanted that's really cool and yeah. but it also came with the theme song that in my head originally like I'm gonna hire a musician that's going or like whatever I'm gonna find a theme song like a way to do that and then I just kept <laughs> yeah. singing it every week and people would be yeah. like, oh man that's really funny and Honestly, it's because it entertained the guest that I'm like, you know what? I'll just keep singing it because that's kind of a fun, like, chill thing to do. But then, like, I'm finding as I'm saying all this, I'm like, man, I'm kind of at the center of a lot of this stuff. And the more John-centric the stuff is, the better feedback it's gotten. Uh huh. And so I'm like, okay, maybe I do want it to be about me to a degree. Like, it's a window into my world. And how yeah. I think and how I interact with people and what I want to emphasize more of that kind of stuff versus the like, you guys like this? What do you think? Because you, you also don't want to be captive yeah. to the audience because that's right. that, that ends up, you know, you end up with a camel that's a horse made by a committee. Like you end up with. They're
0: like, we just told you what we want out of podcasts and all of our podcasts are doing that thing. And now why are we listening to yours? You know? I mean, that's the that's the trap that so many podcasts get into is they're like, okay it's no small talk. People hate small talk. They start doing the same things. And I think like one of the things that makes people zone out (laughs) to to continue the theme, one of the things that makes people zone out is when they feel like they're hearing just the same thing as every other podcast. And that's not what we're about. We're all super different.
1: So many people do that stuff better than I can. Like, like there's better examples of it. Yeah.
0: Well, John, thank you. This has been awesome. Really fun conversation. I appreciate you leaning in. John's podcast is called. So I'm just going to say what it says on your podcast page. It says that it is called better on the inside. Season three is about going beyond Sunday. Yes. I guess, I guess season three is beyond Sunday. That's right. If you look up better on the inside you, you gotta figure that branding out you know that Ooh, boy <laughs> it's a confusing. mess
1: it's a mess
0: <laughs> but yeah it's great it's a great podcast if you're interested in those kinds of subjects um i highly recommend it thanks so much john i appreciate it